You're listening to a Pave Media show. Visit pavemedia.net for more podcasts and video entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Phil Better Show, brought to you by the guiltiest of pleasures. Um, 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 da 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 dum. It's the Phil Better Show! Feel better with the Feel Better Show. Welcome to Baywatch. Our team is the elite of the elite. We're the heart and soul of this very beach. Come on, Pete, make my pecs a little bigger. And don't cover up my front bump. You got it. Huge dick. Big dick. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the most Feel Better, and I'm back again another week another marvelous episode this week i have another friend from across the pond his name is aaron or aaron depending on how you want to uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of uh, keelan peel um uh, i'm gonna I'm oh, surprised. i get that so much i uh, would not believe uh, how many times i hear that sorry <laughs> sorry it, to cut it, you it's, off it's all right no no it's, it's fine I, I don't mind being cut off i'm i was about to call you aaron again but it's aaron um aaron it's right, yeah Please give give my fans and the world listeners a little introduction about yourself, uh, what your podcast is about, and that. Oh wow! Um, well, yeah, I'm A.A. Ron, as I've just been greatly introduced by Phil. Um, my my podcast is basically just discussing movie news once a week. Um, when I say once a week, I've not actually recorded for a couple of weeks, but I won't get into that. Um, yeah, it's just discussing movie news every week, the stuff that goes on throughout the week in Hollywood. And then giving my thoughts on it. I used to do it with a friend, but he had to drop out. So now I do it solo, which is very difficult. But I I try to carry on as best as possible. And I think that's the best way to sum me up. I think. Yeah, and you. you and, also, it's really, and it's really good. Yeah, no, I uh, I listened to a few of your uh, episodes and uh, I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed them. I like your take oh, on thank it. You. And it's very hard as a solo podcasters. Uh, out there to do a full episode by yeah. yourself because yeah. you have no yeah. one to riff with. Luckily, I'm blessed that I, I either have my good pal Al, who's always willing to podcast with me. He is the co-host yeah. with the most. Or I have wonderful guests like yourself who can come That's out right. and help when I podcast. So I have someone always to to bounce off of and share the energy and but or just trying to keep the energy by itself that yeah. that it by itself is impressive the fact that you're able to do it and on fact of you, you i think you said you have like four or five kids yes five uh four live with me my eldest daughter lives with her mum. but yeah there's four in the house at the moment yeah like the fact that you have a you have enough energy to actually do that a full-time job care for your family and podcast that sir my hat is off to you okay i, I never said i had the energy but <laughs> Yeah, I, I still do it. I, it's it's my time to... Everyone needs their alone time, and this is mine. I, I come into my little room and I talk to myself, so that's the best I can do once a week is sit in a very small cupboard and talk to myself, which, again, is very difficult, but I try. Well, you do a marvellous job of it, and you came Thank up with you. a... Even, you. Oh, you're very welcome. You came up with a yeah. great idea for our episode, our collaboration of minds here. Yes. Um, why don't you tell the fans about yes. your idea? 
This is my favourite subject. Um, I've discussed it a few times on my podcast, and I've actually done a video on my YouTube channel as well. Um, Aaron Talks Films, in case anyone's wondering. Uh, yeah, it's guilty pleasures. I, as we were just discussing before we started recording, and we've discussed a few times over the weeks, um, it's such a rich area to look into because, uh, as again we was just saying, what I enjoy, other people may not, and it's it's very interesting to see why. Um, just go and look through any Rotten Tomato score and you're sure to see a film that's got a low score that you love and it's it's nice to look into those reasons, you know, but that's why I chose this subject because it's just fun. Oh, yeah. I, I, Everyone will say a film that they love that everyone will go, why? That's horrible, but that's why it's fun. It is. It's, it's oh, so much fun. Um, cause uh, even, even, even trying to figure out what is a guilty pleasure movie in your own yeah. words, like what movie for you is a guilty pleasure? Like, well, for my, in yeah. me, for my case, um, I know there's like one or two that 100%, this is a guilty pleasure. I put this movie on. I enjoy it fully. I know other people are looking at, it would look at me and go, why are you watching that movie? But then you have the, yeah. the other side of it. It's when, when, you, when a movie that's, let's say popular or like a cult following, yeah, yeah those, those can be guilty pleasures as well, but they do they move beyond guilty pleasures since there is a large fan base that enjoys them? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 the actual term guilty pleasures. I hate because it's weird. I hate it and love it at the same time because this whole area of why should I not be able to enjoy something that you do, or why should I enjoy something that you don't that that whole argument there is just, it's always, it's just always intrigued me. You know, it, I, I can't, it's, it's just one of my favorite topics to discuss. <laughs> it's, oh. it's very hard to describe. Oh, I fully agree with you. And I really, I, I, I honestly, I couldn't believe that I didn't think of having a, uh, an episode like this beforehand because this is such a great yeah. episode, great things to go back and forth with people on it. And like, even when I posted this on my Facebook on the Feel Better Shows uh, fan page, a lot of people were like, "Movies aren't guilty. Movies by themselves are guilty pleasures." Yes, exactly. Um, it's it's not just the movies themselves; it's the different genres. I mean, uh, as manly men that we are, <laughs> if we, you know, we, I I I watch a couple of movies every now and again that are deemed as chick flicks. And if you discuss it with another man, their instant reaction is, "Why do you? Why are you watching a chick flick? Because like, it's a good movie. It oh doesn't yeah. matter who it's aimed at. If I enjoy it, I enjoy it. So it's just fun. I, I can't. I can't really describe it in any other way. Sorry, well, no, I, I fully fully agree with you. Like one of my movies actually on my list is a, considered a chick flick, but for Mine me. Too. Oh, great. Thank God. Yeah. I was worried there. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the only one, and I'll be oh, the that, less manly of the two of us. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm not manly in the slightest. Um, <laughs> there's plenty I could have chose, but I, I just picked the one. Oh, no. I, I fully agree with you. Uh, I would say the the um, the category of movies, chick flicks, it would be a guilty pleasure of mine, because I do like to watch it. Like There are some extreme chick yeah. flicks that I don't don't enjoy but the the ones that kind of fall into more rom-coms 
I would say yeah. I enjoy those. The ones that are just like super, super sappy, there's one or two that I, I do enjoy. And even my girlfriend looks at me and when we watch and I'm like, she's like, oh, do you want to watch this? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. the first couple of times she looked over at me, she's like, you do know you don't have to watch this. This is, this is a chick flick. It's okay. And I'm like, no, no, I actually really enjoy it. And so yeah. it, it took a few movies before she realized, like, I actually do enjoy to watching these types of movies. And it's not just me trying to be like, yeah, I'm a sensitive male. I just actually want to get into your pants. I'm going to say this. No, I actually do enjoy these chick flicks. And they, I don't know. They, they, they're just fun. They're like, they're like watching, like, a comic book movie. Uh, and they're popcorn fun. They're just pure fun. Yeah, there's the romantic element yeah. to it. But it's actually sometimes f more fun because of that romance to see all the the tropes that they throw into these movies yeah i mean you, you mentioned it's different from a comic book movie but every comic book movie has a love story at its core you know in in the first one that literally just sprung to my mind was avengers age of ultron where um black widow and, and the, the hulk, hulk yeah. have, they have a relationship which they can't really fulfill but that is a, a romance story inside of a comic book movie that, that's... as well as an action movie. You know, it's every movie can have all elements, so they don't need to be type um, pigeonholed into one type, you know? Fully agree. Like, I like, yeah. I like when a movie can play within genres. Like, some superhero movies are straight up just a superhero movie, then some fall into, you know, political thriller like The Winter Soldier or even... Yes. Um, or even uh, comedy, Ant comedy. Man. Ant Man falls into the comedy aspect, and yeah. I have to say, first Ant Man, amazing. Um, I love that. It's so much fun. Uh, you can see a lot of Edgar Wright's uh, comedy in that movie, um, but that's that's another story for another time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say, I've, I've just finished watching um, Ant Man and the Wasp, and I hadn't heard good things, but I watched it and I enjoyed it. So there's a guilty pleasure right there. Oh yeah, uh, Ant Man and the Wasps. I loved it. Was I don't understand? Yeah, for me, it's not a guilty pleasure. For me, I I thoroughly enjoyed no. the movie because the one I love, Michael Pena. He's hilarious. Yes, him, Ti, and I can't remember the third guy, but that their interaction I think makes the movie. Like if they weren't in the movie, I think it would probably for me would fall a bit lower in my ranking of Marvel movies. Yeah, it's it was very by the numbers that movie, but. I think at some point the superhero genre, especially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it will start becoming very samey. But only because I had low expectations, which is another movie on my list, which we'll get to. Um, I went into Ant-Man and the Wasp not expecting great things. And because I just sat there and enjoyed it, it was a good movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I could just sit back and not expect anything. Yeah, it's. I, I also like how in I, fully off topic, but it doesn't matter because this kind of falls into the topic. There isn't a really a central villain per se in the the Ant Man and no. the Lost movie, and I really like I, that because it kind yeah. of plays on the Black Panther as well. Because you don't really have a villain. Like, is Killmonger a villain? Yeah, no, they're they're sympathetic villains. You know what? When they're doing these things in their head, they feel that they are right and they're doing it for a reason so it's hard to again they're not doing it in the right way which makes them the villain but 
you can empathise with them and see why they're doing the things that they're doing because there's a reason, there's a goal, but they just don't have the, the social awareness to do the right thing. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Oh, my God. This just a topic on Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp or Ant-Man by itself. That That is a full episode. And you know what? I'm booking you now. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> I'll watch it again, especially for you. And yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll do a full episode on Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasps uh, at a later date. But now we're going to jump and in. And one of the best movies in the MCU. Yeah, uh, until <laughs> until Infinity War 2 comes out. I'm, oh, I'm going to get some complaints for that, aren't I? No, 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 you won't. Don't worry. My fans are very understanding. If they, one of my most downloaded episodes is uh, Jacob from Comically Serious. Mm -hmm. Him taking over the show and discussing why Batman versus hey, Superman Batman. is such a great movie. I enjoy that movie. Uh, it's not on my list, but it is a good movie. So I agree. Well, he, he can't, like, for me, I had a bit of problems with it. There were some moments I didn't enjoy. Like, overall, oh, I was there's, there's so much wrong with that movie. Sorry, there, there's a lot wrong with that movie, but. No, he, still... the way he explained it, and I'll, I'll definitely link it in the show notes, as well as your, obviously, your show and your, yeah. uh, your, your other socials, but I the, so. the way he explained it as a Batman redemption story made yeah. me re-realize how how to watch the movie in an actually fun way he he does acknowledge the martha th scene is a problem uh, yes <laughs> which i think if that martha scene didn't happen the the movie wouldn't get as much flack as it did i think yeah there's, yeah i there's think a lot it's wrong. just that martha th scene that causes the most flack in the movie most people getting upset with it if they ha didn't have that martha scene in and it was a totally different scene it would have been better. Obviously, how they um, how they promoted it and that 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 was an issue. Show I didn't want to see Diana there. I didn't need to see that. I didn't need no. to see uh, uh, Doomsday in it. Yeah, make it. You 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 said this is Batman versus Superman. Just show me all that, and then when I get to the movie, I find out other things. That would have been better. But just just do the Dark Knight Returns Part Two. That's all you need. Yeah. If if you see those animated movies and and read the comic book, uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Back Return. No, it's Dark Knight Returns. Just read that or watch that, and that's the movie they should have made. Yeah. Obviously, I understand why they didn't, but it would have been so much more fun. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been better, fully better. Yeah. More all coherent. Right. Yeah, yeah, fully. All right, let's start. We're gonna start um, with. Since you're the guest, you're number five. Yes. Number five. Okay. I have Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've only seen it once uh, at the cinema when it was released. But, again, it's one of those movies where you hear so much bad stuff about it leading up. And when you go in with low expectations and you just try to enjoy the movie you you do you know you, you there's no expectations there there's no bar so you can kind of just let yourself go and have fun with it and i did that's that's the main reason i wrote this movie down um i'm i'm not the biggest star wars fan in the world i'm not sure if that'll upset anyone no. um i 
I like Star Wars. I appreciate Star Wars, but I'm not a fanatic. But I saw all the trailers for this movie, and I thought, well, that, that looks fun. It it looks like a movie that I can enjoy, it, and I did. And that's why I wrote it down because it fits in well with that guilty pleasure. You know the rules that we kind of set ourselves. Not a lot of people liked it. There was a lot of bad stuff, many bad reviews, but I disagree. I think it's a great movie. I I fully agree I, with, I you. with you. Yeah. Um. It um, it did get a lot of bad press because of what happened with Lord and Miller, and then uh, Howard coming in, and apparently the massive amount of reshoots that they had to do for the movie. Yeah. It it was something like eighty percent. So I would have liked to have seen the movie that they originally had just to compare them. Fully, yeah. I, w- I would love for them to release it, but I, I highly doubt they will. But at no. the same time, um, hearing all that, there was a lot of negative. If, for me, if you took away the Star Wars name, it is a fun movie. Yeah. You just take out the a- Star Wars name. It's, it's a heist movie. It's, gr- it's fun. It's, it's not a road the- trip. It's heist a road movie. trip yeah. heist movie. It's not the best heist movie in the world, but that's fine. I don't need no. the best. I'm not going for the best. If I'm going to watch it, the best, I'm probably going to watch like uh, an old school western or even Inside yeah. Man. You know, that was an amazing um, uh, heist movie. But this was a fun heist movie in this day and age. Now you put the Star Wars like cloak on it and you cause it to be even heavier and like have expectations that yeah causes an issue and i think that's what it struggled with yeah that that expectation like you say once you put the star wars name on there everyone expects more which they really shouldn't because again i'm not a big star wars guy but i haven't seen all of the prequels but i know of them and if more than 50% of your movie franchise is shit, then don't expect too much out of a prequel story that no one really wanted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, go in and just have fun with it. Yeah, I think think that's the biggest problem with Star Wars fans today, in my personal view, is they expect so much from their movies that it causes them to dislike. I go into every movie. I don't, doesn't matter what, uh, franchise it belongs to I go in with this is its own standard unless it's like a sequel barring the sequels but yeah, yeah. if it's a, it's like Doctor Strange the first Doctor Strange the Spider-Man you know the first Iron Man the Avengers movie um, S- Star Wars I go in this is a standalone movie do I enjoy it yes good that's all I care about how is it in the rest yeah. of the universe well, then I can start ranking them and that. But as a standalone movie, that's what I, I go to. I don't need to put all the hype that's behind it on it. Because I do that, I ruin the expect the movie because I already have so much expectations. Like for Solo, Han Solo is the guy. Like everyone yeah. loves Han Solo. Everyone knows who Han Solo is. Everyone wants to be Han Solo. Yeah, everybody wants to be that r- r- scoundrel. But you put that on already all that like heap that onto a movie. No one's going to be able to. No one's going to be able to live up to the character of Han by Harrison Ford. No one can. No. And I, I, I believe Alden Ironwright did a great job. He did I a mean, fantastic job, but he's yeah, still he, being he, constantly compared to Harrison Ford. Exactly. Yeah. He, that's what you will get with a prequel. Mm-hmm. People know the character in their eyes of what the character should be. And if all of those elements are not exactly met, 
then there's going to be, you know, outrage. There's going to be an outcry of why him? Why not someone else? Yeah. And that's what, the reason why Rogue One did so well is they took characters who were never in the original trilogy. I loved Rogue One. As, and they made them the main characters. Yeah, you had like Mon Mothman and one or two other characters in the f- background that were in the original trilogy and in the, the, the next trilogy and the first trilogy. Like they were part of the universe, but they weren't main characters. They were just outside the story. They were just secondary characters. They, they didn't play an important role. So yeah. people didn't have to worry. You didn't have that heap of, well, this character's supposed to act like this, supposed to look like that. You have all these new characters, and that's why they did so well. If they continue that road, like doing stories that intersect, that's why I'm really yeah. looking forward to Ryan Johnson's uh, Star Wars movies because they're not part of the main nine movies they're going to be separate from the main storyline the Skywalker storyline yeah yeah just take something that like you say no one really knows and they won't have any expectations for how that character should be Mm -hmm. and follow that story don't don't put all your hopes on what the predecessor did just go in a different direction Yeah. yeah for okay so in that kind of same vein, not really. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> my my number five is uh, Galaxy Quest. I love Galaxy Quest. I know it is. That is an amazing movie. It's so much fun. Like I literally found out that it was on one of my streaming services. I think it was Amazon, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this is on Amazon. Boom, watching it, and like. It is so much fun. Like I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars and Star Trek fan. I love both. Um, right. I can't, I can't pick one over the other because I was exposed to them at different times that were very important in my life. But Galaxy, so you're a real nerd. Yeah, I, you could say I'm a real nerd. Um, yeah. Push up my 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 nerd glasses here. But I <laughs> so enjoyed Galaxy Quest because it's just so weird. And so much fun. The acting is nearly over the top, which you expect from like a Star Trek type movie. And yeah. it's still, I'm surprised at how well, because it was came out in 99. So that's, it's nearly 20 years old. No, nearly, yeah, nearly 20 years old. Holy. Yeah. No, yeah. It's nearly 20 years old and the CG yeah. is still stands up. And yeah. I, I, a few, a few months ago, it was on one of my streaming services as well. And like you say, it's, as soon as I saw it, everything else got put to one side so that I could watch this movie because I remember how great it was and I had to watch it there and then and I'm so glad I did because we're having this discussion now so yeah it it doesn't let down like there's some movies that you watch when you were younger and you're like oh if I watch it now will it hold up this movie actually holds up yeah it's probably even it's better than it was the first time I saw it, yeah. you know, or even the second time that I saw it. If you watch, I could watch it again now and still be in awe and amazed at how good every part of that movie is. The storyline, it's it's silly but serious and action packed. And you wouldn't imagine Tim Allen as a really good leading man, but he does a fantastic he really owned job. That movie. Yeah, and then you have the incomparable and amazing Alan Rickman in the movie oh i miss him so much i do too like uh, he is one of my favorite actors like him in like him playing the sheriff of not uh no was it not the yeah the sheriff of nottingham yeah yeah. he was amazing as that character like i just really enjoyed him as that 
of course, him as Hans Gruber, pretty much everyone's introduction to him. Classic, yes. Yeah. And, of course, him in Love Actually. He's in Love Actually, right? So that one. Yeah, I ha- I haven't seen that because it's a chick flick, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is in there. Yeah, um, and Dogma as well. Do- oh, Kevin Smith, oh, God, yeah, him and Dogma. That I think that is the funniest. His, uh, I just, he's just so awesome. And in Galaxy Quest, he just he plays off of the fact that he one he's British. He's supposed to be this great, you know, Shakespearean actor. Yeah. And yeah. he pl- he he skids right into that, and it looked like everyone in that sh- in that movie was having fun, except for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, his character wasn't, but yes, I think no. as as an actor, I think they all were having fun in that movie. Yeah, and that's what I, made it even better. Yeah, I really enjoy those movies that you watch and you can see that on set. I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just so good at acting, but they they look like that every day was fun. And if a sequel was to come along, they'd all jump on board. I think there was even rumours at one point. But uh, can you imagine a sequel? Oh, um, uh, it wouldn't, wouldn't be the same without Alan Rickman. No, it wouldn't be the same without uh, Alan no. Rickman. But a sequel, I, it would be destructive in the box office, I think. It would destroy yeah, the box I, office. You'd like to think so. It's a cult classic, isn't it? Yeah. So. I, I, it, it, but that's the problem with a cult classic. It runs the risk of... Uh, people comparing it to the original and yeah but i just want to i I would love to have had a sequel before uh alan rickman passed away it's very upsetting yeah it is all right let's move on to uh another guilty pleasure um what is your next guilty pleasure um my chick flick uh is this means war okay with tom hardy chris pine and reese with the spoon now i have not seen this movie so. This will be a difficult conversation. No, um, not at all. Not at all. Bring it. Let's see how I can work in with this. Right. Um, Tom Hardy and Chris Pine's characters are secret agents. Okay. Uh, they're best. They're best friends, and they work for some kind of um, government spy agency. I, I'm not sure which one. Um, but uh, Chris Pine's character is kind of a ladies' man. I mean, look at him. Look how handsome yeah. he is. Of uh, course, he's a ladies' man. Um, he meets a lady in a video store back when they were still a thing. Um, <laughs> Dating the movie slightly. Yeah, it's it's not actually that old, but it sounds really old now that I'm describing it. Um, yeah, he meets uh, Reese Witherspoon, and he's attracted to her, and he tries to win her heart. But at the same time, Tom Hardy's character is a uh, kind of a lovable loser, which is hard imagine tom hardy being um mm. he meets a lady online on an online dating app and it turns out to also be reese with a spoon so they kind of fight for her affections and because they're secret agents you know it's there's a lot of tech and fisticuffs involved and it's it's just good fun it is it is a rom-com but it's just silly and fun and it's nice to see the way they fight obviously without killing each other but they the the fight scene is very inventive and very very action-packed actually and it's very interesting to see them playing off of each other and trying to win our hearts i won't spoil it and tell you who wins but it's fun it's it's just silly romantic fun now i would love 
that that's interesting because you got Chris Pine, who I can see as in romantic comedies in a rom com, yeah. because he's got that pretty boy looking, and I think he's been in a few of them. But Tom Tom Hardy, I can't see it. I see him more of the rough guff type of guy, and I don't see him in those types of movies. Yeah, I mean, again, he he plays a spy, so he is being Tom Hardy. You know, he's very clever and he's he's strong and you know he's he's still playing an action hero but it's very strange to see him as a a very a meek mild guy who who's trying to find love but has to do it on a dating app you know you wouldn't expect Tom Hardy to be doing that you'd think ladies would be throwing themselves at him so yes i mean i love tom hardy i i don't think i've seen a movie yet with him in it that i dislike so maybe that's another reason why i like the movie so much because he's my man crush Oh, I, I, f- he's fully a man crush over here. Um, I, j- he's, he's just so good of an actor. Um, like I remember seeing him in what movie was it that I saw him in? Oh, it was a while ago. Give me a second. Just pulling up his, uh, his IMDb here. Tom Hardy. There we go. As if they knew I was already speaking of him. My computer's listening to me. <laughs> That's not. Funny. They do Google here everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I saw him in Band of Brothers. He yes. Has, he has yes. two scenes, but it's a, not the movie that I remember seeing him in. It was um, Star Trek. No, I only realized that after seeing him. Uh, after seeing him <laughs> in where is it? Ah, oh, where is it? It was Warrior. That's what it was. Great movie, that. Great yes. movie. Saw him in that. And, like, I had seen other movies he was in, but I didn't realize it was the same person until I rewatched those. Like, didn't realize he was in Inception. Yeah. Didn't yeah, realize he was in Rock and Rolla. Another yes, great movie. Uh, he plays... Handsome uh, Bob. That's the one. Yes. And then I saw him in Layer Cake and Star Trek Nemesis and then Band of Brothers. Like... I was like, oh my god, he's been in all these movies that I've seen beforehand. Yeah, and that's, I don't think that takes anything away from his performances. I think he's, like you said, he's a really, really good actor. and he, I still struggle to think of him as being in Star Trek. It's Because it's, it was such a long time ago and he looks like a completely different person right. as well. So it's a strange image to have him in, in that franchise. But yeah, I, he, he does really well in this movie. This means war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks like I'm just think... looking at his uh, IMDb here, and it looks like it's probably his only romantic rom com. Yeah, it looks like it's there. Let's see here. Yeah. I, d- I don't think it did very well, so maybe that's the reason. Yeah, but yeah, it looks like that was his only rom com um, in it, and I could nowadays I can see him not being in rom coms because of his build. And because of the movies he's been in? Yeah, he's he's much more of an action star now than yeah. he is, you know, a, a lovable loser. Yeah, so that could be the reasons why. Whereas Chris Pine, he's got that, he's got the pretty, he is the essential pretty boy look with his blue eyes. Yeah, the kind of, and the kind of guy you'd want to punch in the face, but then apologize after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually looking at a picture of him right now and he's making me angry. But you can't because you look at those eyes. His eyes are dreamy. <laughs> They're such dreamy They are. Eyes. They kind of they stare through you. It's, it's quite spooky. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, before we fall into yes. the f- more falling in love with those two guys, <laughs> I'm going to go with my uh, rom-com movie. Um, now, this did actually pretty well in the movies, but because it's such a, this one's a little more, I would feel, rom-com, lovey-dovey chick flick than uh, This Means War. <laughs> it's P.S. I Love You. I've not actually seen that. It's because I'm not a woman, basically. I think that's the main reason I haven't seen that. No, I've, I've heard... Well, I, don't, I don't really hear much about that movie. I know there's there's fans of it, but every person I speak to that does like it is a female. Yeah, well, that's, you now know... It's very sexist, isn't it? <laughs> I feel quite bad. Don't worry about it. Um, So you have <laughs> Hilary Swank, Gerard, Bart, Gerard Butler, and Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. in it. Um, and it's about a girl who loses her husband. Hilary Swanks loses uh, Gerald Butler, her husband, and he leaves her messages that she has to open so often to help her start her yes. life and that. And it's just, it has some, it's, I read the book and I, then I went to see the movie and I just, just, it's, it, it touches it for me. It hits all the perfect notes for a good feel good movie right and it just yeah. I, I really just like watching it it makes me feel good i can't watch it all the time because i will cry and uh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I i like a good movie that makes you cry it's, it makes you realize you're human yeah it cleans out the soul good. i find yeah there's, there's nothing wrong with a good cry i'm watching a, a chick flick none none whatsoever i will never make fun of someone crying um no no definitely not but Everyone yeah. cry. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't actually mind seeing this movie. Um, I'm not sure when I'm ever going to get a chance to watch because it's very rare. Um, as as we discussed earlier, having the busy life that I do, it's it's hard to actually sit down and watch a whole movie in one go. Uh, a lot of the movies that I watch, I have to watch in kind of half an hour increments at a time. But on a soon, I'm going to find some time. And I'm actually going to watch this movie because I've. I've heard a lot about it, and yeah. I'd, I'd like to good cry. Yeah, and it, it it takes play it takes a bit of place in Ireland, which I love because I'm actually going there soon. So, can't oh wait yeah, for that. I've, yeah. I've been it's lovely. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, so this movie yeah. for me, I just uh, I haven't actually seen it in a while because it just for some reason it it just hits me. I think it has. Um, some emotional connection to like an ex-girlfriend or an ex-relationship I had. So it brings back, yeah. rushes all those, but it's still such a great movie. If it was on TV, I'd probably stop and watch it because it's, uh, it's just so good. That's, that's the true essence of a guilty pleasure. You can't watch them too many times, but you know that when you do, you're going to enjoy it no matter what, yeah. you know? All right. I can't. Okay. Um, number three. Uh, yep. Yeah, it would be it's- three. Yeah, um, I have Baywatch, the movie, not not the older um, Hawaiian version, the new up-to-date version with uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart. Kevin no, Hart. not Kevin Hart. Uh, you mean that was Zac Efron. Sorry. That's right. Another very handsome man. Two handsome devils in oh. that movie. I have to say, I watched it. I, wa- I, I was didn't expect- like it? I didn't enjoy it because I, I probably was expecting a lot more out of the movie. See, again, this is another one of those that I wasn't expecting much. So I, I kind of put it on in the background for some background noise, you know, paying 
semi-attention to it and ended up getting very involved and hooked in this movie and just pretty much laughing the whole way through. That's 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 the reason I'd see it as a guilty pleasure because I hadn't I hadn't really heard much on it going in, so I had no expectations there, and I really liked it. And I've spoken to a few people about it since, and they don't feel the same. So, like yourself, so there you go. That that is a guilty pleasure. I win. <laughs> yeah, you win that. I, I guess for me, yeah. it was the reason why I didn't like it so much was because there's there was so much movies with the rock coming out and i think i just yeah he is sorry go ahead i was just saying he is everywhere he's such a big man he he just takes up everyone's tv yeah well (laughs) but i think i may have been just on a a fatigue of the rock so that's maybe what it was and or i was just, just expecting it to be a different type of movie than what it was yeah. I, I do uh, enjoy like the somewhat comical nature that the kid trying to become a a lifeguard um during the lifeguard like uh training thing. Who doesn't look like a lifeguard, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that and I probably would have enjoyed it if he played less of this lead type character and more of a like he's watching over these recruits going up and then them trying to do like a full like like three type of different episodes from Hawa- uh, from uh, Baywatch, I think that's yeah. th- they were trying to combine too many Baywatch uh, tropes from the TV series into the movie, and it just got lost. Mm-hmm. I think they just lost the thread and weren't sure where to go with it. So I think that's probably my my biggest thing with it. I, I'll probably uh watch it again and probably enjoy it uh like you said just keep it on in the background while i'm doing something to get sucked into it but just watching it straight from start to finish i think that may not work for me well i think that you're wrong (laughs) and it is a great movie so no i i i understand i I just thought it was funny and silly and you know action-packed it's it's not it's not an oscar-winning movie by any stretch but it's it's just something to kind of get lost in and just enjoy with not, you know, no expectations and not really using your brain too much. Oh yeah, no, which like, is not sometimes. Don't get me wrong, I I did turn off my brain for this, but I guess because it had the rock in it, I had expectations going into it, and yeah. just because of like him from Central Intelligence, you know, Jumanji and all these other movies, I had a higher expectation, and I guess it just fell flat for me out of the expectations that I have from the rock, but. Don't get me wrong. I still I, I enjoyed it, but it was it, for me it wouldn't be a guilty pleasure. It's not one that I would probably pay to see again. No, that's 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 fine. I mean, I, I I don't think I would pay to see it, but if it's on TV, it's it's one that I would enjoy, you know, paying attention to. All right. My yeah. my number 3 is Starship Troopers. Oh my god. You're you're rattling out so many good movies. I know these are great movies, but people still look at me weird when I say these movies. But like, I uh, I still remember going to the movies, seeing this in theaters. Yeah, back in '97. Man, I'm old. Um, Very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember sitting watching this movie and just being entertained. I love the the way it was filmed the cinematography making it like it was a half newsreel half real life and it just i the practical effects the special effects and i just really enjoyed the the machoism 
that this movie had and it just yeah it's a movie that like you just turn off your brain and you are entertained you have clancy brown a great actor in my my uh my eyes and then you had uh casper van Dien, i think his name is yeah yes he's in it another very He's underrated and it's just so good. And then it spawned like 84,000 sequels, all direct to video, all worse than last one, but still fun turning off your brain and just enjoying the tropes that they have in it. And I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it's thoroughly up there. If it's on TV, I'm turning, stopping everything, watching this movie. I own it and I'll put it on from time to time. My girlfriend doesn't like that. But that's why I, I watch it when she's not home, so that I don't get yelled at. Yeah, what does she know? Right? Jeez. Yeah, tell her to go and watch a chick flick. <laughs> yeah, she'll probably um, kick me no, off my own TV. Yeah, my partner's the same. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, it's it's great. It's it's one of those cult classics that just never goes away. Much like Galaxy Quest was. Um, it it wasn't everywhere at the time, but if you have a conversation with people about it everyone knows what it is and how good it is um i know you're saying it's a guilty pleasure because it didn't do very well i believe at the time in the cinemas did it i, th- I think a lot of people were upset because it wasn't like the book um yeah. they they did a lot of things differently so that's why people don't necessarily like it but i, I think it's a great sci-fi classic and any movie with neil patrick harrison gets a thumbs up from me oh yeah Oh, yeah. Like I was like I didn't grow up with Doogie Howser, but I grew up with him as um, legendary Barney Stinson. Yes, yes. Uh, that's that's the thing. Like you were saying earlier, I watch movies growing up, and I see actors and actresses now. And when I see them in these older movies, I actually can't believe that they were in them, and it's it's quite shocking because you don't your brain doesn't connect the two until you rewatch forgotten classics. Yeah, so it's it's weird to see an actor that you know now and when they were in an older movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's weird to look at. So I just pulled it up uh, on IMDb because I had to. It its <laughs> budget was a hundred and five million dollars. It only wow, that was a lot back then. Yeah, its opening world like its its gross USA was only fifty four million. <laughs> Wow. Uh, $814,377. It grows uh, worldwide $121 million, but yeah, it, it failed at the box office. That's not a great return, is it? It is wow. not. Wow, those sequels went straight to video. Yeah, and then the I think, hold on, the third one had Casper Van Dien return in Starship yeah. Troopers 3, Marauders. But and then you had Star Troop- that's, Troopers. And that's, that's such a great name for a movie. I, I think I need to see this. Oh yeah, it got it got four point three stars though. So <laughs> really don't have, <laughs> don't put your your stocks up there. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie was just who knows? Like, Starship Troopers Marauders could be a guilty guilty pleasure. Oh, I, I definitely think it is a guilty pleasure. Already mm-hmm. off. Okay. Fully agree. So you got Starship Troopers 2, the hero of the Federation. Wow. I need to go and watch Starship Troopers now. Um, can we cut this short so I can go and watch a movie? <laughs> no problem with that. I'd gladly yeah. watch Starship Troopers right now. If Is it on Netflix? Hold on. I'm jumping on Netflix right now to find out. 
Because it's, it it's not on the UK version. I actually checked a few days ago. Oh, come on, Netflix. Don't fail me. Excuse me. Yeah, it's quite all right. Starship. True. No! It's not. No. Blasphemy. Yeah. I have to, I'm going to tweet them and tell them that it has to be on. All right. What's your number two? Yeah. Uh, my number two, <clears throat> excuse me, is National Treasure. Ooh, Nick Cage. Yes, I I really like Nicolas Cage. I think he's amazing. Um, again, it's it's one of those movies that whenever I discuss it with someone, they do not enjoy it. But it did well enough to warrant a sequel, so that tells you that it must have been a good enough movie to begin with. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage hamming it up as, you know, an Indiana Jones-style archaeologist fighting bad guys in a terrible wig. Oh. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really see what there isn't to enjoy about that. You are hitting all the right notes with this movie. This movie, for me, it is, it, 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 it's like, there's so many guilty pleasures. Like, this is obviously on my guilty pleasures list because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's a fun movie. Um, it, 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 you really, you do turn, it makes you turn off your brain. You enjoy it. It's silly. You have the, both, everyone's being comedic in it. And then you also have these great actors in it. Um, yeah. You have, uh, what's his name? Ugh. Angelina Jolie's father, John Voight. Um, yes. National uh, Treasure. You also have, where is it? National. Oh, helps it's, it's, uh, Sean Bean. Was the uh, was he the bad guy in the yes, first one? Yes, he was. Or? the The only reason yeah. he survived. <laughs> you have yeah, you have Sean Bean. <laughs> he, he he lives. One of the few movies he lives. You have Diane Kruger, who's gorgeous in this movie. Harvey Keitel, yeah. Christopher Plummer. Like you yeah. have these amazing actors, really good actors in this movie, and they're they're enjoying their time in it. So you already know you'll enjoy yours. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and. I, I think it it did it come out around the same kind of time as Tomb Raider. Uh, they were very because they're very. You look at them and they're very similar movies. Yeah. So this came out in two thousand four. I'm pulling up Tomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's eighteen. Lara Croft Tomb Raider came out in two thousand one. The sequel came out in two thousand three. So yeah, it was kind of it it, it kind of because, came out around the same time. It, yeah, you can see where they took a lot of inspiration from, but I believe they did it better. Yeah. And how could you not without Nicolas Cage in that movie? He... I'm, I'm looking at the poster right now, and it's he's just standing there, like, broad-chested, side of his face, you know? Like, even the poster makes him look <laughs> badass in this movie. I'm, I'm just trying to find it. I'm sure I've got a poster of it on my wall somewhere here. I'm, I'm looking at National Treasure 2. I've... I've got old um, DVD covers on my wall Ugh. that I put up like kind of mini posters. That's genius. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed a few of them in your uh, in your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was either that or buy some really bad wallpaper. So I think you did the right choice. I just, yeah, oh, I, I cannot see it, but I can see National Treasure too, and that that's good enough. He looks great in that as well. Mm-hmm. Him holding the the flame and just looking righteous. Yeah, with a with a book. Yeah, just oh, holding the book like this is my that? book. You cannot have my yeah, book. Do not touch my book. Oh. Oh, what a wig. 
sorry, it's uh, probably another man crush with all of our movies. It's, you must have it's, it's you must have thoroughly enjoyed uh, the Nick Cage episode we did before on November first. Oh, it's okay if you didn't listen to it. No, I, I haven't yet. I'm I'm trying to backtrack for a lot of our new Podmates um, podcast. Oh yeah, no, tr- trust me, um, it's it's a it's like plugging your finger in a wall, uh, a dam, trying to catch up with all the things. I am so far behind with everybody. Like someone puts in a new episode, I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this, and then I listen to it, and then I'm like, <laughs> I fall behind because there's 18 yeah. other podcasts that go around. It's, it's it's madness ever since i joined that group like, i i enjoy everyone and the way that we are all you know becoming friends on this group mm-hmm. but it's it's not say it's very hard to keep up with everyone and and trying to listen to the older podcasts that i had before joining this group so it's november 1st though yeah i i will go back and find it that is Actually, uh... i'm going to download right now there we as go we talk yeah, it's our one-year yes. anniversary. We talk about all our Nick Cage movies. Um, we do top, I believe, a top three Nick Cage movies. Um, and then we get... Con some, Air? Yes, the Con Air poster. Oh, I love that yes, poster. Yes, I was actually watching it today. You actually get a shout-out. We recorded it wow. just around when you uh, you joined the group. Um, yeah. And I shout you out because I did ask for people's uh, top fun Nick, Nick Cage movies. And you... We're on it. I didn't have a yes, a link to your podcast at the time, but that's not a problem. It's not a problem. Um, yeah, I, I remember that. I what did I choose? I chose Connell, um, Trapped in Paradise, and Face Off. Uh, yeah, I believe those were the ones you chose. I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head, but yeah, yeah, great movies. Sorry, we we went on a very big diversion there. It's it's all right. It happens here at the Phil Better Show. That's what we're most famously known for our tangents. Um, so I'm going to move into my number two. It is mm-hmm. Small Soldiers. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That 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 for me is kind of iconic um, from my childhood. Same. You know, because you have. You know, Disney and Toy Story and what happens when toys come to life and they all have fun and they go on their little adventures, but then you get these toys that come to life and try to murder people. It's great. It is. What's, what's not to love? Oh, I so thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, just, it's it was so much yeah. fun. Like, I I honestly wish my toys would come alive and fight each other and you have <laughs> just just cause and like uh, just i just remember I, w- watching it and just really enjoying it and of course it didn't hurt that i had a mini crush on kirsten dunce yes yes that that was around the kind of jumanji yeah. era wasn't it yeah yeah uh 98 you came out yeah I, I feel i feel quite old because i'm pretty sure i saw that at the cinema oh. back in the day it's a great movie it's a great war movie it's Probably one of the best war movies I've ever seen. When you when you think about it, because mm-hmm. it is essentially a war movie. You know these these soldiers going up against these monsters. Uh, what were their names? The Gorgonites. The Gorgonites. Yep. Yeah. Oh. And you had um, oh. hold on. You had Frank like Lyingella playing Archer the head, and then you had Tommy Lee Jones playing Chip Hazard. His voice is just 
so intense and he really fits that role, his voice. Oh, yeah. He is that kind of um, drill sergeant-esque kind of man that rallies his his squad. Mm-hmm. This... He, he, oh, I'm, I'm having a very nostalgic trip right now. It's, <laughs> I'm going very lightheaded. It's all right. Take your time. Take oh, a moment wow. and just revel in the emotions and the childhood goodness that this movie brings. I can just hear Tommy Lee Jones in my head shouting at me. It's it's very, it's it's scary but nice at the same time. I'm not sure how to feel. Uh, wow. I, I it's, ju- it's one of those movies as well that I'd, I really want to get my children to watch, but I'm not sure if they're old enough yet. <laughs> like, will it scare them or will they you know, appreciate it as much as I did. And if they didn't, do I have to get rid of my children because they don't enjoy this movie? It's that's a so many emotions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have this battle with my children very often if they don't <laughs> enjoy a movie that they should enjoy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you want to pass on, like I, I don't have any kids of my own, but I do have a nephew and I'm looking forward to just bring him into watching these great movies and luckily his dad is a uh is a, fa- a fantastic uh guy and he loves all types of movies as well so i'm not worried about yeah. that but i'm like i'm already reserving like the star wars movies i'm reserving those movies like i'm i'm introducing him to the star wars movies because um, they played such a big impact in my life but i'm also like okay now for the comic book movies like how do i introduce him to the comic book movies do i start with yeah Spawn, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, great for a child. Yeah, scare the scare the living nightmare out of him. Um, do I start with yeah. the original Superman movie, then move into the Tim Burton's uh, Batman's, and then the Schumacher Batman's, and then do I bring him to the Nolan and show him the changing of the guard with the Nolan Sam Raimi movies? Like, how do I do it, mm-hmm. or do I just go, okay, it's, this it's... never happened. We're just going to watch the Marvel movies. <laughs> how old is he? He is five months. So I have time. I have time right. to decide on this. Yeah, I was just thinking because with with the Burton verse, that's quite scary for a child. Yeah. It's scary for an adult. So you have to be very careful. I I think I love the super, the Richard Donner Superman movies, but for a child they're quite boring. Yeah. If if you look at it for a child's eyes, you need to go colourful, so you'd have to start with the Schumacher universe because it's colourful and more easy for a child to connect with. I think so, yeah. Like, the same with the Avengers. Any Anything that's really colourful is what child will draw to. Yeah. So that's my advice. All right. Well, as a, since you are a father, um, I'm going to take your advice um, yeah. to heart because I'm not a father. I am just the fuckle. I, yeah, I, I can't promise it will work, but <laughs> it's worth a try. It's worth a try. All right. Let's moving on to number one, your number one guilty pleasure movie. I'm excited. Ironically, to this. it is a Schumacher Batman movie. Oh, what a great segue I did there. Did, did No one knew I was segueing greatly. Yeah, I, I did not plan this at all. Uh, <laughs> it's Batman and Robin. It was, it was hard to choose between the two, but I went with Batman and Robin. That's the one with uh, yeah. uh, Reese Wither, not Reese Witherspoon, Alicia Silverstone playing Batgirl, right? Batgirl, yeah, who is not Jim Gordon's daughter, but um, Alfred's niece. Yeah. For some reason. Um, bat nipples, that's all you need to know. Bat it, nipples the and the bat, the bat card. 
That's right. Um, <laughs> Never leave home without I, it. Yeah, I'm. It's hard for me to talk about this movie and not apologise for liking it, but that's not really the point of guilty pleasures. Um, the only thing I will explain is this is the first Batman movie that I saw at the cinema when I was young. Okay. So, like, I I knew who Batman was. I'd seen Batman movies and the old Batman sixties TV show. Classic. But to see, yeah, to to see this movie on the big screen in all its colourful bat nipple glory. <laughs> I mean, I I was probably around eight or nine at the time, and it was just visually stunning and spectacular. So I again, I know what's wrong with this movie. I know that it is not a good movie, but at the same time, it is. Probably one of my favorite movies ever, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Because of that nostalgic link, it every time I watch it, I enjoy it more. So that that's why it is my number one. Because it is everything that guilty pleasure should be. It, Everyone hates it. I love it. It look, I don't despise it. Uh I I I I think it's it's of its time. Um Yes, <laughs> I probably would watch it again because you got the iconic uh, uh, Victor Freeze in there uh, as being played Arnold by Arnold, my my one of my heroes. You have Uma Thurman yes. playing Poison Ivy. You have Batman. Beautifully. Oh yes, George Clooney playing Batman. You have uh, Chris O'Donnell playing Robin, and you got uh, the the beautiful uh, Alicia Silverstone playing bad girl like i i can appreciate this movie and the visual and the comic book feel that it has like as a, if a comic book actually came to life um there's obviously yeah. a lot of things that are problematic with this movie but it's forgivable because it's of its time it's of that time where pardon me where movies weren't comic book movies were not taken serious they weren't serious movies yeah so it- the the direction that they were going in that Schumacher universe, that is the best he could have made at that time. Yeah, it, like you say, it is of its time, and they could not have. They maybe could have done a bit better, but they did everything that they could with what they had. Yeah. So, and I actually think George Clooney is a very good Bruce Wayne. I fully, fully agree with you that as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's probably in my top three Bruce Waynes. Yeah, because he has that charm. He has that that swagger. Mm-hmm. But the problem is he carries that over into Batman. And, and Batman is not like that. But yeah. he's very handsome. So I will give him a pass. Yeah. I As a Bruce Wayne, he's amazing as Bruce Wayne. As Batman, he unfortunately fails. Um, I actually, yes. this uh, I think probably that one is probably one of my favorite bat suits, minus the nipples, yeah. minus the nipples. Um, oh yeah, but I I just I really do enjoy the kind of look of that suit it has the kind of the blue sheen to it. It it kind of made it really nice to look at. Um, but yeah, they 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 got a lot better after the first one, which was kind of rubbery and rigid. That that weird yeah that weird six pack on the front i know they still had that but it they definitely evolved yeah well 
throughout those movies. And obviously, since those, they've gotten better and better. With I, I would have to say the uh, bat suit in uh, Batman versus Superman is probably one of my favorite bat suits. It's mine as well. I like that gray and black, and it's it's probably the most comic booky one. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's the most comic booky one meaning it looks most like from the comic books but it also looks like the most world practical like in the real world like it's something someone in the real world could make and it's not it's not doesn't look like any of the ones from the schumacher or the tim burton universe or even the adam west West universe this one i it looks like i could see someone walking down the street and be like okay yeah that's the batman yeah like that's that's one of the things that i'll i i shouldn't really think about whilst watching a Batman movie, but whenever he goes into his Batcave and he has all the seat, it's the same with any superhero like Spider-Man as well. You think, where did you get that suit? You don't have time to make that. Mm-hmm. You don't have the money. Like, I know Batman has the money, but someone, he needs a contractor to build that Batcave. Who, who is he paying to build all that stuff? The same with the suits. He could get Alfred to do it, but Alfred's not a tailor or a mechanic. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know why I think about that, but I I do. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I've thought about those in those uh, in a superhero movie, um, specifically the ones that aren't uh, ultra rich, like Batman or Iron Man, like w- Spider Man. When did you have time to make it? And I, I do enjoy the fact that in the most recent Homecoming, they did show that it was a homemade suit, pretty much just like sweatpants and a t-shirt put on with a hoodie. Like, with some goggles, yeah. With some goggles, yeah. which shows, yeah, this is pretty much, it was found in the trash and he's using it. Versus, exactly. like, the Sam Raimi one wasn't too, didn't look look that well. And then you find out how he got his suit in, in Homecoming. It was given to him by uh, by Tony Stark. So that, that I liked. Yeah. You saw him being gifted that. So it makes sense how he has this amazing suit. But yeah. those bat nipples, yeah. man. <laughs> that was an interesting design choice. Yeah, I st- I still don't understand why they went with the bat nipples. Um, As Mister Freeze, he was cold, so yeah, it could make you, sense. You, yeah, he was smuggling peanuts. <laughs> um, moving on to my guilty <laughs> pleasure. Um, unfortunately, it does not have bat nipples in it. Um, uh, it, it does have it, some. It, pardon. I said it definitely is in a good movie then. <laughs> um, it, it could be. Um, there are. So? I think there's nipples in this one. Um, it's Waterworld. Wow. Do you know, I, I actually thought about putting this one down, but I can't remember if I've actually finished the whole movie. Oh. I, I've seen it multiple times, and I always enjoy it knowing that no one else does. But I, I can't actually remember the ending. So I'm going to give us spoilers. They end up finding land, right? And it ends up being um, Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's understandable. The the water rises, and the highest mountain on Earth would still be there. So yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so, I suppose. So yeah, that's that's the story. But like, there's a lot wrong with this movie, and I realize that there's so much. There's a lot wrong yeah. with this movie, but it is just so much fun. Like the cheesiness of it. You have Dennis Hopper phoning in the the whole ep- the whole movie. He's phoning it in. He did not. He did not put that phone down once. No, no. And 
I just uh, it's just so much fun. Um, I, I think when when you when you think about what went into making that movie as well makes it even more impressive. You know the the fact that they I believe they filmed a lot of it out at sea. You know there there was they did build some sets, but they filmed a lot of that in the ocean. So it's to do that for a movie of this size for that long is an impressive feat, I believe. Yeah. It's... And it makes you appreciate it on a different level. Oh, yeah. I, I, I literally just love how much the cheesiness factor is in on this movie, how much like it looks like um, Kevin Costner is just taking this role super serious. And it's like, you're, you can't take a movie like this serious when you have Dennis Hopper just phoning in as uh, <laughs> as the villain like there there are scenes where he is literally in front sitting in front of a green screen and they're just putting it out like he's on actually a tanker like this is <laughs> yeah. like he's just at his house he's like okay put the screen up okay i patch on okay Arr, we need to find them how much oil do we have left and this and that and he's phoning it in completely and then you have kevin costner like trying to be like this really tough really like aggressive man mutant thing and you're like, dude, you're taking this way too seriously. Like, just step back, enjoy this movie, because this movie is not going to be that. It's not going to be a box office success, but it is a cult classic. Just enjoy making this movie. And every time this movie's on, forget about it, uh, everything stops. This is one of those movies that I literally hush people during because I just enjoy watching it so much. Like, this for me is the, the top, top top guilty pleasure movie like if you don't enjoy this movie there's something wrong with you yeah i i, I enjoy this movie again i've i've not finished it i i think i should finish it at some point it's it's is it three hours long it's a long movie isn't oh, yeah. it yeah it's it's ridiculously long hold on i'm getting the runtime on this movie um that's fine it was his i know it was his passion project as well like he put a lot of money into this movie kevin costner it is two hours and 15 minutes long okay that's not too bad in today's standards but, but it's still a long time back then it, it was it was a little much a little much yeah people leaving the cinema early i could imagine yeah I, I i enjoy this for what it is it's silly just fun you know he it's kind of the first superhero as well you know on screen kind He's of a yeah. Mute, yeah one of the earliest should i say yeah and poor man's aquaman <laughs> yeah a very poor man's aquaman and i'm just looking at some stats here it estimated budget was 175 million dollars wow and it just grossed in the u.s 88 million dollars <laughs> like it, it wow. failed it, completely yeah and like, like i say i'm fairly certain kevin costner put a lot of his own money into this movie yeah i, I might be wrong but it, it sounds like something i've heard before so you can imagine he'd be quite upset. Yeah, he invested twenty-two million on, into his own of his own money. I'm just yeah. looking at some stats yeah. here. So, yeah, this. Yeah, like I say, I think it was one of his passion projects. But yeah, I mean, it's it's enjoyable. So that's that's a good choice for a, a guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. Like we've established, it did not do well, and people don't like it. But there's those of us out there that do enjoy a cult classic like that. Oh, it's. I just enjoyed so much. Uh, it just it it i i don't know what to say like this this is such a fun movie to watch and i i just enjoy it so much and 
this is one of the ones my girlfriend really gives me the side eye when I I want to watch it. And so <laughs> it's like she'll she'll excuse some of the other ones, but this one she really just yeah. looks at like just looks at me really weird and goes, "Why am I dating you?" What, what, yeah, what? they 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 have to reevaluate their life and and realize whether you're going to be a part of it any longer. Yeah, I I get that a lot. With my partner. More often than not, <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> oh, guilty pleasure movies. They're the best. Yeah, it's, it's, like I say, it's a, it's a great topic to kind of discuss because this whole episode, you're saying movies, and I've been like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I love that movie, and now I want to go out and watch them. But, I, you know, I don't have time, but I've, they are on my list now to watch throughout the week when I get time. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to watch This Means War. Just because... I it's... think you should. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's it's good fun and Tom Hardy's in it. So <laughs> You sold me with the Tom Hardy bit. Um, I'm going to definitely watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, we're coming up to the end of the episode, so I'm buffing up the floor for That's... you, Aaron. Um, it's ready for you. <laughs> um, please... Give us your socials. Give us your podcast. Give us your YouTube. Give us whatever you want to plug. This is your time. So the podium and the floor is yours. Well, that's a lot of pressure to put me under. Um, right. <laughs> I've I've tried to keep everything under the same banner, which is Aaron Talks Films. Yeah, so my Instagram is Aaron Talks Films. My Twitter is Aaron Talks Films. My YouTube is Aaron Talks Films. And my podcast is up and at the because I can't work out how to change the name. So <laughs> I, I try to keep everything the same, so it just make it easier to, you know, give out that information. But I can't change the name of the podcast yet. So, yeah, but definitely look me up and, you know, shout at me. That's, that's mainly what I want out of everything, is to converse with people. That's why I've enjoyed so much being on this episode, because it's been a while since I've actually spoken to someone in this room. It's, it's nice. Well, you're obviously always welcome. We already have a set date yes. for another movie for you to be on. That's right. For us to enjoy. Um, I want to thank you, Aaron, for coming on to the show and giving me the nostalgic feels that I get <laughs> with these guilty pleasures. Um, I'm just going to give quickly yes. my socials. Of course, you can find us here at the Feel Better Show at Very Simply at Phil Better Show. That's on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on the interwebs as well. Make sure you subscribe and like the show on uh, iTunes. Just give us that five star and leave us a little rating. It does wonders for us. Make sure you check up at Up and At Them uh, podcast. Aaron drops it weekly and hear his take on the yeah. movie news as well. Check out his. Uh, his audition as the Joker on his YouTube channel. Oh, it's, wow. it's one of the most fantastic Joker. He does two of them. I, I can't even decide which one I like better, but they're both fantastic. So Thank make sure you. you go over to Aaron Talk Films. It's going to be linked in the show notes just down below. So give him some love. Give him some feel better love over there. And ladies and gentlemen, please do. Aaron, thank you again for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much. Oh, you're very welcome. This is the Feel Better Show, and I love your faces.